Laura, I've uh, spent a lot of time covering the Iron Bowl, Alabama versus Auburn, and the idea that Alabama has to go to Oklahoma the week before as opposed to playing Mercer or some other cupcake is extraordinary, and I'm sure it will give Nick Saban heartburn tonight. What do we got, a little Paul Feinbaum going on there? I don't think you uh, actually heard that entire clip. No, I did. Yeah. And it's a, I, I, there's a story about that, but we'll get to that maybe at some other point. Are you frustrated? I, no, I, no, no, I no, hit no, no, some no. frustration right, right now. No, well, I was trying to call you on the phone line there uh, at the studio. I think you were probably busy getting everything loaded in, but we are all set now. Okay. But w- there was a chance we were not going to be all set is what it, is <laughs> what it sounded like. Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll just, we'll just try to run it back here. Just envision Thunder Kiss 65 by Rob Zombie in your mind here, okay? <laughs> and here's Feinbaum from last night during the schedule reveal. Laura, I've uh, spent a lot of time covering the Iron Bowl, Alabama versus Auburn, and the idea that Alabama has to go to Oklahoma – the week before, as opposed to playing Mercer or some other cupcake, is extraordinary, and I'm sure it will give Nick Saban heartburn tonight. Well, I mean, I, has Alabama been immune to having to play two tough games, perhaps back-to-back? Yes. Are they the only person in college football that hasn't had to do that? Yes, they only have to do it once a year uh, in the semifinal and then the championship game, and sometimes they don't even have a tough game in the uh, in the semifinal matchup. But I can hear the excuses already. Oh, hell, I know. Alabama got beat by Oklahoma, but they were looking ahead to the Iron Bowl. That's the real rivalry. That's the game they really care about. That OU game they didn't care about. They were getting ready for Auburn. I can hear it now. Well, you know, um, let me just clear out a tiny little space of sympathy for Nick Saban and Alabama. Oh, sorry, couldn't find any. Not going to happen. Uh, I, I, man, everyone's got a tough schedule. I, I don't think with the new format and no divisions, I mean, it changes the whole. Now, I guess you could still, on a, you know, a year by year basis, happen to catch, like, have a lucky run of catching, you know, teams that are typically good on a down year whenever you play everyone. I mean, that can happen. But there's no more of this dodging going on the road for 15 years from, like, Alabama going to Georgia or, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, yeah. Things that have been very typical in that conference. That's going to be a little bit different now. Uh, I love this from Sugar Shane in Newcastle. Henny sign – or, excuse me, Henny Bowl greater than Iron Bowl. <laughs> yes, the the Henny Bowl, which is uh, it's not the Sugar Bowl against Alabama anymore. It's referred to as the Henny Bowl, as uh, nice. we found out that story last week. And I agree, Sugar Shane, the Henny Bowl is greater than any Iron Bowl has ever been before. Uh, who, was year. that Aaron Colvin? That, yes, uh, yeah. His girlfriend, his girlfriend one? now wife, is the one that su- supplied all the Henny. Uh, allegedly, it's beautiful, right? Well, I thought it was going to be – when they were talking about bowl, I thought it was going to be something else uh, leading into that game. But Henny, I guess, will do the trick. 
Um, pretty wild, though. How, that was actually fun last night doing the schedule release, wasn't it? I, uh, I had a good time. I didn't really know what to expect or how that was going to go down, but we we took like one two-minute, 90-second break the entire hour, and we weren't gasping for air at the end of it. No, dude, it was just reacting live to something very exciting and then reading a bunch of funny texts at the end of the show. I wish every last hour of the day could be like that. Reacting no to something super exciting that's happening live. Well, we do read funny text every single hour of every show, but no, I'm with you, man. Like that was that was enjoyable, and I, I'm going to guess that we probably do it again next year. It was it was great, yeah. and and judging by the numbers and the app map and the number of texts, a lot of people joined us until 7 p.m. last night. So thank you again uh, for for you guys for showing up last night. That was cool. Very very cool. Very very cool. Um, and, and Teddy already has a win-loss uh, record for next year already uh, already together. So we'll look forward to that at some point today. Hmm. Well, I, I, I will – yeah, my first thought – I'll give you my first thought. Um, nine and three-ish. I, yeah, I said that last week or maybe it was earlier this now, week, whatever. I, that is subject to change. And, and frankly, that's going to be a moving target because – uh, I may say after the transfer portal stuff is all done and we know what our roster looks like, I may say, yeah, this is a, this is eight and four football team with that, that schedule. Or I may say, Hey, we're a competitor. We're, we're 10 and two and looking at a possible SEC championship berth. You know, I, there's so much unknown right now. We can, the, the, um, the ceiling and the floor, I guess, of our football team, and I, frankly, everyone else in the country's football team, subject to change over the next thirty to forty-five days. I no doubt. Would you take nine and three if it was offered? We like to do the deal or no deal. I don't even know if that shows on TV anymore. It may not be. Maybe off the air for five years. But would you take the nine and three if it was offered? The banker is calling. This is what he's offering. Uh, no, no. Absolutely Let it ride, not. baby. In first year in the SEC. Nine and three. This is Oklahoma. We don't settle for no nine and three. No, let's let's go. Let's let's try to get to ten wins again next year. I, I am not tying myself to nine and three ever. That's not happening. Some other people, and I'm sure the text line's blowing up right now. What are you, an idiot? And yes, I am an idiot. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, however, uh, I'm still yeah. not taking the nine and three. Yeah, I'm not taking the nine and three. Arkansas I, fans would sell their soul for a nine and three at this point. No, but not if here. we don't go, if we don't win ten games, I want it to be soul haunting bad, and everyone remembers how miserable it is, so it doesn't ever happen again. Okay. Now you want to relive two year or last year? That yeah, that was an enjoyable football season, wasn't no, it? I I don't want to relive last year, but every now and then. You kind of need to. Mm. All right? 918, I love that they made Alabama and Georgia play each other. I'm sure they're pretty uh, pissed about that, that they actually have to play oh, yeah. one another. Uh, 307, Saban shouldn't worry about heartburn. Iron bowels are worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Poppy says, Teddy, you may be an idiot, but you're our idiots. Yeah. You've really endeared yourself to the to the listeners. I love that. Cher- hey. Cherokee Center says 12-0, give me all the Kool-Aid. 
if there if there's any fan base around that can embrace an idiot, it's Oklahoma's fan base. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that is a compliment, guys. That is absolutely a compliment. Our listeners are used to dealing with idiots. Okay, that's why they're still around. Three toughest games next year after the schedule release. Way too early. Uh, one, I'm going Bama, especially since uh, Milrow said the day that he's mm. coming back next year. Two, I'm going at Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge. And three, I'm just like trained to always put this game up high. Um, I, I still think Texas has to be in my uh, top three for next year. Oh, yeah. And you know, we talked about this in the schedule release show. I mean, there's, and I know we hate admitting this, but there's a, a pretty daggum good chance that we're going to have perhaps the defending national champion on our schedule. Um, and I think there's a solid chance that we have both teams that played in the national championship on our schedule next year. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, yeah, you're getting your money's worth uh, a lot more than you have been in quite some time. But my, uh, my, my two toughest games are, if that's, if that's right, it's your last two games of, of the year. And that was my big takeaway last night. The first three, whoo boy, and then the last two. You start hot with the schedule, the SEC schedule next year, uh, Tennessee at Auburn and then Texas, and then you end hot as well, Bama and then at LSU, which I, I would say the ends, the last two games look a little bit more daunting than the first three games, but that can obviously change because I feel like Auburn's the big wild card on the schedule next year, you know? Oh, yeah. You just don't really yeah. – like you, you factor that in as a tough game, not an easy game to win, but, dude, Auburn is just all over the place on a year-in, year-out basis. They, they can, well, they can uh, hammer out an undefeated season um, with Cam Newton and win a title, and then they make it back to the championship game a couple of years later, or it could be another five and seven year there. But who knows? Right. Well, you know, I, um, I, I, the only team I would say maybe that is a little bit more of a wild card, I think the, the floor for this team is, is definitely higher. It's LSU. You know, LSU can, can throw out a couple of really average football teams and then march out the best football team we've seen in five years in college football. I mean, it's just <laughs> kind of how man. they operate. So, uh, looking at them right now, you feel like, okay, uh, going down to Baton Rouge, the last game of the season, you're not going to be facing the Heisman Trophy winner. So maybe we got a good chance of pulling off a W in that game, but there's no telling what that football team looks like by that point of the season. No, it's really not. 817 with our youth, I'll take 9 and 3 and be very satisfied. Do uh, you think uh, next year is going to be the year of the Utes? The uh, uh, not the Utah Utes. You're talking about Y O U T S Utes. Yes, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. the. Hey, it's going to be the year of the Utes, and let's hope this time around that some Utes don't play and play well, and then uh, transfer at the end of the season, huh? Oh, excuse me, Utes. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, the second time this week we've referenced that movie, by the way, and that's that's not enough. We got to get to our I'm, quota. Which I'm is hoping five. for one an hour. I'm hoping for one an hour. Uh, all in all, awesome. Do you think that there was? What do you think the the number of Sooner fans that were dialing up 
hotel reservations and flights and stuff like that. Uh, apparently everyone, because I oh, saw... Really? Well, Oxford has apparently already sold out of hotel rooms for that trip. I saw that today. Uh, Oxford what? sold out of hotel rooms for that weekend. Yeah, we're going to have to stay in, like, Memphis or something if we want to go to that one. Or I don't, I don't know what towns are outside of Oxford. I know Memphis is like an hour, hour and a half away, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. So, ap- apparently everyone was uh, booking hotels last night. Okay. Except us. Well, we were doing a radio show. Time to start dialing up the RV General Store or whoever it is around here to start renting your RVs if that's where you're going to have to stay whenever you go to Oxford. All right? Because it's a small town that's really not close to anything, right? I, I think that's I think that's accurate, yeah. So you what what are we suggesting here? Take a uh, KREF RV to road games next year. Yeah. Huh, what's the worst take, that could happen? Take an RV or take your pickup truck and uh, and a tent. Camp in the in the local camping spot. What What do you think the KREF RV smells like at the end of a long football season on the road? Uh, Gunny of Stutzman Army's <laughs> living room. <laughs> I immediately thought of Gunny as well, as if Gunny's coming along in the KRF RV. I was thinking something along the lines of it. It yeah, G- either Gunny is Gunny lives in the RV for the entire season, or he's the last one to get off the RV. But yes, there's 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 something to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you invite Gunny and Sark's vodka on the trip, it's going to smell <laughs> like a frat house, and they're going to become squatters uh, for the. <laughs> The rest of the season you're not going to be able to get them out uh, god it's, it's it, it does sound awesome doesn't it I, I can't wait tupelo nice town better than memphis okay stay there booked my hotel in baton rouge last night Ooh. when it dropped ready to eat some cajun fried turkey uh stay in germantown for oxford okay so we're getting some uh uh, recommendations it, yeah i like it uh, it'll smell like bourbon and bad decisions is what uh, oaky drink slinger says <laughs> had to right. had to book hotel in montgomery for the auburn game uh 404 i'll be in oxford staying at an airbnb 450 dollars a night yikes does that include I, we don't like oh, we're, we're not like an airbnb type of family like that's just not how we roll for for whatever reason uh, mostly because I've heard that when you get an Airbnb, they tack on these obscene cleaning fees at the end of it yeah. and all these extra charges. So is that 450 a night before all those cleaning fees or everything included? Hey, that's inflation, baby. Uh, $450 a night is about, you paid about 300 last year, 250 the year before, and 185 the year before that. So we're just, you know, everything is skyrocketing right now. The Airbnb thing is interesting. You know, it sounds like that business model is really taking a hit because, I number one, uh, everyone got into it and wanted to charge these these super high fees. And then number two, hotels, as any good businesses do, started to adapt and offer a lot more amenities and, and different stuff. And... Now, like, the prices are about the same. And if you can go to a hotel, have a, have a key card to get in, crash, have a hot shower, and go down and have a continental breakfast for the same price of dealing with a home and looking at people's creepy pictures on the wall and <laughs> having to clean a bunch of stuff up and do yeah. laundry, then I'm taking the hotel. 
Uh, my buddy David Blaze says, what? Hotels are sold out in Oxford? Damn, was going to ask you what hotels we needed to look at. Uh, boss man says that we have pitched it to an RV company, this idea. So nice. I, don't, I don't know, um, Brian, if, if you want me to say that RV company, I, I will. Just, just, just let me know. Here's the uh, poorest thing that you've ever heard. And I never did this. But I was told in my early 20s that if worse comes to worst, if you're, if you're this broke and you can't afford a hotel room, um, just sit in a hotel lobby like you're waiting on someone and no one will bother you. And you can stay there yeah. for the night. I don't know if you've ever done right. that before on spring break or anything, but that was pitched or, once to me. Or just um, go up there and try a bunch of different names until they give you a key card. <laughs> Maybe you'll have a good guess. Uh, Calmus, Rocky? No, that's that's not it. Okay. <laughs> Johnson, Max, okay. Bob Hurley RV. We've uh, we've just pitched it to them. So oh, nice. Hopefully they weren't listening to Gunny. Maybe in the RV they may have said, "No thanks, never mind." But no, that yeah. that would be uh, that'd be fun. And I I think that we. Want to be at most, if not all, SEC road games next year, and it sounds like a whole lot of OU fans are going to be at all these stops if uh, a lot of these places don't even have hotel rooms anywhere. That's that's cool. We need a convoy of like 100 RVs leaving Thursday going to all of these different locations. Thursday? How about Tuesday? That's how this league works, right? Well, some of us have to work, but yeah. Okay, Tuesday. I'm fine with that. Yeah, Leave on Tuesday and get home on Monday uh, Monday night. Yeah, that's. I think that's how it works in this conference, so I'm down. <laughs> 951, I stayed at an Airbnb in OKC last year, and when we arrived, opened the fridge, and the owner's recently deceased dog's ashes were in a cedar box in the fridge. Accidentally left. We stayed for free. Huh. Huh. Interesting. 405, I have I, stayed in my car in a hotel parking lot and went in the next morning for a bird bath and to eat the breakfast buffet. Nice. <laughs> Salute to you. Love that. Nice. I, I, hang on. I don't want to move on from the dog's ashes in the refrigerator okay. too quickly. Sorry. My, um, my fault. You don't need to preserve ashes, Right. I I've never. I wonder why they were in the refrigerator. Is that like a you set your keys down on the refrigerator whenever you're trying to crack open a pickle jar or something, and then forgot to pick them back up? Yeah. So what are you saying? If you want to keep the ashes, you can keep them in a uh, keep them in a bedroom, living room, whatever you'd like. Doesn't have yeah. to be the fridge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Correct. Unless they're trying to do like the uh, the baking soda carton that goes in the refrigerator to take all the smell out. Is that what the ashes are doing? Didn't, uh, didn't Joe Dirt keep his ashes? Um, that was at the dog. that. Yeah, Joe Dirt had the dog's ashes that died. Remember? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And he and he had duct tape around the, the urn there to, to <laughs> keep him from spilling everywhere. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so if Joe oh, Dirt can wow. do it, if Joe Dirt can keep it out of the fridge, well, uh, so can you. You can do it as well. Man, we hit Hennessy, marijuana, dog ashes, um, RVs, like, we got pretty much everything in 
in one segment right there. Should we retire for the day or uh, you want to come back? I and don't do know. I, that's, that's all I had in the rundown today. So I hope you have content. <laughs> that's all I had. Keep it in the text line, 651-3439. I'm hanging out the falls at Brookhaven. I'll let you know what's going on here as the show rolls on. Keep it tuned. We'll be back. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. It's hoop season at the Lloyd Noble Center, and you do not want to miss your chance to catch the OU women's basketball team in action this season. The Sooners' home schedule is... Uh, Foles. Correct. I thought I knew that was the first two you'd go with. What about a third? I think, did Teddy Bruschi go there? Teddy Bruschi went there as well. Yep. And then I was also thinking, um, and then I'm sitting here drawing a blank. Legit backer. Legit linebacker, yeah. uh, who I he think was is the same age Urlacher. as you. Lance Briggs is who you're thinking of. Yeah, Briggs. Yep, yep, yep. Good player. And that's it. Those yeah. are the only uh, former Arizona football players ever. Gronk, Nick Foles, Bruschi, and, and Lance Briggs. <sighs> Ronnie Palmer. Chris Gronkowski played there as well. Not sure Chris if Gronkowski? He, not sure if he played there because or went there because of the pool parties like his brother, but he did play there. I feel like there was – I feel like I played perhaps with a tackle – uh, at Jacksonville, that was from Arizona as well. Can't remember his name right off. I think he was a first-round draft pick. And uh, didn't they have – I'm trying to think of uh, – they had a running back at some point. Mike Thomas, the, I remember him being a good player there. I feel it? like he was a wide receiver, though, uh, when he was there. Yeah. They've had some players through there. Uh, they had the what the Desert Swarm correct defense back mm-hmm. in the '90s. Yeah, I think um, success has been few and far between. And next year is going to be so weird because I'm going to say Pac-12 the entire year and forget that the Pac-12 really doesn't exist anymore. But I know Arizona they they never played in a Rose Bowl, which is wild. And I think they may be the only Pac-12 team, Pac-10 team, whatever that never played in a uh, in a Rose Bowl. Now, didn't Coach Mike, didn't they go to a Pac-12 championship or like they were one game away, like maybe they played Oregon in the last game of the season or something to go and narrowly so missed out they, on it? So uh, they beat, they beat or- this is like 2011 maybe, 2012. I feel like they beat Oregon in Eugene earlier in the year on like a Thursday night. Like it was late and, and everyone was – passed out on the East Coast and Central Time Zone. So it was like the one of the bigger upsets that nobody ever got to see because it was so late at night on like a Thursday night. Because yeah. they had the linebacker, Scooby Wright. Remember him? Yes. Gosh, how And they rematched in the Pac-12 championship game, and I believe Oregon beat him the, the second time around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he didn't he like lead the – country and tackles by like a I huge so. margin and yeah. had an insane amount of tackles for loss and all that stuff Antoine Kaysen is yeah. that is that who you're thinking of the uh one of the uh, other Arizona yeah. players I think that's right I think that's right yeah, yeah. uh Scott T go. says claim to fame I once interviewed Gronk's mom for the book she wrote about her five boys oh so Scott T huh interviewed Gronk's mom about the book that she wrote. Okay, that's cool. Sweet. That's Gronkowski. awesome. Oki Drink Slinger yeah. Road Trip with Teddy and Tyler. Raffle off seats on the RV for charity. 
hey, that is a great idea. There's just one problem. You think that's that a terrible idea. you think that dude is going on the RV road trip with us? <laughs> Princess is going to be flying there and back on the on the team plane on on the road games. He ain't coming on the well, RV. That's not necessarily true. Okay, it's 100% that's 100 not true. necessarily true. Name me a scenario where it's not true because it it definitely is. Uh, they let us take a 45 foot pusher and we have a driver. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, other than those circumstances, yeah, you're going to be on the team and, plane. And if that's the case, I'm only riding down there with you guys. I'm not riding <laughs> back. Flying back with the team, seriously. <laughs> Jeez, unbelievable. Uh, 405, I have stayed in my car in a hotel parking lot and went in the next morning for a bird bath and ate the breakfast buffet. I read that last segment, but it's still hilarious. I just wanted to come back to it for a segment. It's, it's Whenever uh, – me and some buddies in hike school went down to South Padre Island for spring break. Like, our first day in the hotel was like, let's just say it was Monday. So we drove down there, and we got in, like, we were in such a, like, we were so amped up to get down. We got there at, like, Sunday night. Well, I guess it would have been Monday morning at, like, 3 in the morning. And I, we went in to see if we could check into our room, and they were like, what are you talking about? Uh, okay, yeah, makes sense. We can't. It was packed. So we slept in the truck out on the beach and then tried again at like 8 a.m. to go check in because, you know, how miserable, like 15, 17-hour drive and then slept in the a tiny little Nissan pickup truck. Jeez. We were like itching to get, get to a bed or something, and when we got in there at 8 a.m. to try and check in, they like laughed us out of the hotel. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's like you're gonna be lucky if like you could get checked in by five o'clock this afternoon because there's probably gonna be a disgusting mess in the room. What, that was that the same trip as the tug of war match with the Kansas State football team? I, I love no. that story. I love that story so much. No, this was the trip whenever I was in high school, and I took like six hundred dollars in cash with me down oh, there. Oh yeah, and you lost and it. lost it on the way down. Nice job <laughs> in a McDonald's. Nice job, <laughs> Oki Drink Slinger with a fantastic idea loaded up with Pacificos. Yeah, won't we? Uh, let's let's call Alan Carter and, and make sure. Um, let's call Alan Carter, and we can also call uh, Bob Stoops. We can load it up with Pacifico and Rock and Roll Tequila, the RV that we take for road well, games. Here's the thing, you know, I love our listeners. All right, we've got the best listeners. We've got the best community. Here comes the butt. That doesn't mean that I'm ready to spend 15 hours in an RV w- with you guys <laughs> on the way to a road trip. Hammered. Okay? Hammered I, all the way there and all the hammered. way back. I, I mean... So what's it like, you know, coming down the tunnel uh, at OU, Texas? Just getting peppered with questions the entire time. It'd be great. Please. All right. Yeah. We need to, I need to ease into, like, that's a big commitment to take a road trip with someone. We should have, uh, we like, should have done it for the Tulsa really game this year for a little uh, light run, you know, just an hour teaser. and a half trip. Yeah, yeah just to just see how it would work out. Yeah, for sure. I would have been smart. Um, how how you feeling about the football game? Fourteen days away. Arizona still listed as a two and a half point favorite. The Athletic had seven riders pick the football game. Four picked Arizona. Three picked OU. Uh, how, how you feeling? Two weeks out. If if you can guarantee me that the roster we have today 
is the roster we play the football game with, we'll win the game. Like current names that haven't opted out or aren't going to the league, like the names that we know that are playing, we'll yeah. – we'll, I, I, I feel like that'll be, I guess, barring a surprise and anything's on the table after this week and what we've been talking about. But I, I feel like after this whole Caden Green stuff that they're most likely good to go for what they have available right now. I think a couple of things benefit us. I think we're going to have a little bit of, um, you know, the surprise attack factor with Jackson Arnold and new play callers um, and some new personnel in some spots. They're not necessarily going to know how to attack us and, and how to game plan for us. I mean, th- They'll have a good idea. I mean, they're they're smart and they've been doing this for a long time. So I mean, it's not like they're they won't be prepared. But the other thing is, you know, when a team doesn't go to a bowl game very often, I I know that they're going to be amped up. They're going to be excited to be there. It's going to be like, you know, they want to win the football game. But it's also like it's going to be like a like senior trip. A little bit. They're, they're going to overdo it the first two days of activities yeah. once they get to San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. I think there's, I think there's some of that to, uh, you know, go down out there. So there'll be a little bit of that going on. It's old hat for most of the guys on our team, so uh, should be able to conduct ourselves well down there. Be ready. Know how to like know what it's like to go and prepare somewhere and you know hit some functions, but still be ready mm-hmm. to to play on game day. So I think that's an advantage to Oklahoma. Jed Fish was a and smart guy, and I do think he is, but he'd take the bus right to the practice field, just like Bob Stoops did, and, and run them like yes. crazy right when they get there, just to let them know this is a business trip. That's right. That's right. Well, um, I don't know. I, I, I feel good about it. Now, it's not going to be an easy football game, but um, – we're going to have a great game plan. We're, I'm going to be really excited to see what Jackson Arnold has to show. Um, defensively, feel really good about where we're going to be on the defensive side. I, unless Am I forgetting someone? Like, we're going to be at full strength defensively, right? Uh, no with Bowman and no... Stutzman coming back. He, I mean, you got like Key Lawrence won't be there. I mean, he's in the portal and he yeah, committed to Ole Miss. So that. you'll you'll have a you'll have a couple of names uh, m- missing from there. But for for the most part, you'll be full strength. Yeah, yeah. Feel good about the way our defense is going to play. Be able to get their legs back. Have a really good game plan that you can you should be able to really dial in by the time you play that game. So. I feel pretty good about it. When I hear getting the, the legs back, uh, I immediately think of, like, who's who's going to be that most important for? Maybe the freshman that hit that freshman wall in that second half yeah. of the year. Like, PJ. Well, that's who played well last year. Yeah, PJ. Get, get his legs back after a month, and, and, and maybe he looks like what he did in the first half of the year. Peyton Bowen, a little bit healthier, getting some more snaps. I just – I kind of think of those guys that early in the year, the freshmen that were playing that looked good, that kind of fell off a bit in the second half of the year. That's that's who I'm looking at in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we got to hit a timeout. Keep the text coming, 651-3439. Knippelmeyer text on hanging out the falls at Brookhaven today. We'll be back. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks, then there's the truck. 
GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's... Don't forget to download our free app in the App Store. Just search K-R-E-F. You can listen to The Ref wherever you're at on the go. Our free app, K-R-E-F, in the App Store. So what are our plans to honor uh, Josh Heupel when he uh, comes back to Norman for the first time in September? First time in a long time. I told you. The Batman um, statue? Well, from the very beginning, like the week of, he needs to be flooded Flood their uh, sports information department with all kinds of interview requests, all kinds of stuff. Like, um, is there, like, even things that we know there's no chance that he's going to do. Um, Stop by this ceremony, come over to this alumni event. Is there any way he has a, a few minutes at the hotel to talk to this group or these people or whatever? And then whenever they pull into town, like, we need almost like a parade of people like the Oklahoma City Thunder after a playoff win uh, pulling into the airport. Yeah. We need people there welcoming Heupel. Um, same thing whenever they get to the stadium on game day. Like, just overdo it. Like a 10-minute highlight video, play some old, old clips of him doing interviews and stuff. Like, really pour it on. I please say we let him do kicking for chicken the... as well. Let him do that. Every time out, please direct your attention to the northeast corner. Yes. To the southwest. We, we make him run to every single corner of the end zone during every time out to honor him for something. I, even uh, like, He's probably going to say no for all of that stuff or whatever. Maybe he, he won't to all of it but um what it it needs to be well done and it also needs to be a distraction okay like welcome back but we're gonna beat your ass okay that's just kind of how that's it what goes. chapstick says our plan to honor hypel is kick his team's ever loving ass when he comes back we'll yeah hope that's the case it needs it needs to be so much that it's a distraction so um, I, I wonder if they'll take the opportunity to honor the 2000 national championship team. What if that'll be the 24 year anniversary of that team? So if it was the 25th oh, yeah. year, I guess. My, my my real question is if if you were to bring back one player from that 2000 team for that weekend since Heupel's back, who would make the most sense? Torrance Marshall, Quentin Griffin. Josh Norman, Antoine Savage, Andre Wolfel. Boy, I, I don't know. If you just have to, you can only pick one. And like, what's the reason for bringing them back? I, I don't because know. Like, I, I guess. Who, who, yeah, I mean, who's just the other? If you wanted to do something with the 2000 championship team, like you'd bring as many of those guys back as you could. But I, I mean, I guess really the question: Who is the other central figurehead of that 2000 championship team. I guess it would be Torrance Marshall. I mean, like Latrell will already be there. Josh Norman yeah. will already be there. And probably That's a couple right. of others that I'm not thinking of immediately as well. Yeah. Um, you, do you send Torrance Marshall out for the coin toss? Yes. Well, I, I, I had that idea a couple of months ago and just reenact yeah. it. 
Sure. Um, I don't know, man. Just one. I, I think. I think his roommates were Josh Norman, and they were super tight. So, but like you said, he'll already be here. Um, of course, Roy. Hey, yeah, K Dub says J T Thatcher, big part of that as well. Well, I was I was gonna say a guy that we don't see around a whole lot, and the guy that scored the only touchdown in the national championship football game, Kuzu. Yeah, be awesome to see Quentin Griffin. Where um, and and he he had a nice little NFL career, I guess most notably with the Broncos. Do you know where he's at? Is he back in Texas? I don't. I haven't heard where he's at. For whatever, I mean, it's been a long time, but for some reason, I felt like he was in Houston, but I'm not sure. Oh, well, I hope Q's doing well. It would be cool to get him back for uh, for any game, yes, but would. especially for 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 that game uh, next year. Now that that that'd be cool. Uh, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Jeff from OKC, I just want to have a better game against Arizona than Muleshoe did. But he beat Arizona. He beat him by uh, two points, correct? I, I know it was an ugly shootout yeah, type like of a football game, but I, I'd, I'd have a hard time <laughs> taking or denying that at this point. A high-scoring triple yeah. overtime win, I might take that. Yeah. I, um, I, at this point, there's not going to be any bonus points for winning big or, or, I mean, I guess there's always bonus points for covering the spread. Uh, but if we're going to be a dog going into it, you know, who cares? I'm just saying, like, when we look back on this season, and this is probably the case for most people outside of the playoff and maybe not necessarily for some New Year Six teams, especially um, people that haven't been in New Year Six ever or in a long time. I, you're just going to look back at the game and say, did we win it or lose it? Because rosters are chaos. Uh, guys are gone to the NFL, gone to the transfer portal. Maybe your head coach is gone or your offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. It's like it's so – it's so hard to really take a whole lot away from a bowl game without a whole lot of context. Now, generally, that's generally speaking, there's going to be some bowl games here and there where you got teams that are both excited to be there, didn't lose a bunch of guys to the portal or the NFL, coaching staffs are intact. I mean, we got got ourselves a legit football game here, but others it's going to be just kind of a mix and match. So if you can just win, I mean, to me, that's really the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. This and te- don't have any catastrophic injuries. One more for the four hundred five says, "Congrats to the Helm dog." Did uh, Did Josh Helmer get engaged? I know he's on vacation this week. I think that's what happened here. So, congrats to Josh Helmer. That's awesome. Well, hang on a second. He's on. He's on vacation. Yeah, well, this week he is. Uh, Oh, and this is like, I wonder if this is like a proposal vacation. Uh, sounds Look Well, obviously it is. I think he was uh, he's in New Dad York this go. week. Yeah. Confirmation on the text line. That's what happened. That's awesome. Times Square. You think it was on like that little uh, video board in Times Square? Yeah, Will you marry I, me? I hope not. I, I mean, that's where if you've never been before, everyone goes. It, that's just I, I'd love to see you walk around in Times Square, especially at night. Nope. I, I, it would just nope. be it, the the worst mix of all time, but it'd be entertaining. Man, I what a romantic! Isn't that awesome? Trip to New York, 
probably drop some dough on a nice dinner, uh, maybe a view overlooking the uh, Statue of Liberty or the Bay or whatever, and then a proposal. Golly. You got What'd it. you do, Mr. Romantic? How'd you propose? I did it on top of a mountain. Huh? What'd you do? Um, not Mount Scott I either. I did it. Not Mount Scott. It was not mine. You didn't go to Lawton? <laughs> no? We, we thought about it. Yeah, yeah. We, we picked another mountain, though. Oh, I I did like this whole orchestrated number. It was a it was a huge ordeal. All all family and friends there. I mean, it was happy just... hour at on the border on Thursday night. Is that where it was? Ring was in the salsa. No, nah, how romantic just like you got? A very weak spur of the moment thing with just me and her there. Mm. Pretty bad. Yeah. God, I'm horrible. That's Great. why I respect Helmer so much for going about it the way that. He supposedly did, I'm guessing. We're taking the text line word for it, which is incredibly dangerous. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. If you're looking for a no-appointment-needed doctor's visit, head to Norman Regional's walk-in clinics in Norman and more. Open Monday through Friday from 7A to 7P. Our walk-in clinics offer convenience for new or established patients. The clinic providers treat allergies, cold and flu symptoms, sore throats, stomach vi- So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of The Rush. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavens Group at 405-573-3048 or cavensgroup.com. Maybe this was in- inevitable because of the college football calendar, how it's structured, and now we're at that point of the year. But it feels like, especially around here this week, the conversation has been, the sport is broken! Change needs to happen. Here's what needs to happen to get the sport back to where we where we once were and when we loved it. Um, and, and even more so a little bit nationally because Malik Murphy is in the portal and he hates it. Quote, I hate it. I hate it. I'm super invested in this team. Everything that we've done along the way and all the work we put in together, it's hard to walk away, especially at this point during the season. But he has to walk away because of the calendar and his situation as a quarterback next year. So he's not happy about it. But it's just it's just kind of interesting that yeah. we've been talking so much this week about is this the downfall of the sports? Is it broken? How do we fix it? Well, I I don't know that you I mean you you can fix it, but it's like it's one of those things where it it does you no good, and I'm really speaking to myself here because I get mad at everything. I basically walk around angry. Hmm, uh, we couldn't tell. Sad reality, but that's just how it is. Um, I mean, it's just this is the nature of the beast, man. College football is always the slowest to adapt, slowest to change, and this time they slung the doors open, and it's going to take apparently years, years to finally put in some guardrails or maybe try and rein some things in and 
and get things under control, but we'll see. All right, hour number two of The Rush coming up next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings, and with 64 TVs, beer, burgers, and wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the game. So bring the gang and join us this season at one of our 14 Oklahoma locations, including our newest location in Bixby. Wagner's Heating and Air Conditioning, expert technicians, plus industry-leading Linux equipment. They're perfect together. Learn more about special savings on Linux products by calling Wagner's Heating and Air, 405-329-2076, or wagnershvac.com. Tired of your current living situation? With a variety of locations and over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Every Home Creations home comes with enhanced included features such as built-in tornado safety features,